Hello and welcome to Mustard MMA, your place to get a cat joint. Let me start that again. <laughs> I think you keep that. That's superb. Hello and welcome to Mustard MMA, your place to join in on all the MMA chat. We've got a big focus on the UFC. It's 2022, we're off and rocking. Pay-per-views coming out the heroes of the UFC at the moment. My name's Joe, I'm joined by Matthew. How you doing, Matt? It's been a little while since I've seen your uh, lovely face. Oh, that's nice. Same, likewise. I've been all right, mate. I've been okay. I Good. ventured out of the flat today for the first time since catching the vid. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, it's, it's been all right, to be fair. It's quite odd being stuck in and not getting my steps in. Walking on the spot isn't really the same. I was really going to say, you've not been marching on the spot. Bit of that. Well, you do, but it, it, it comes a bit samey, the yeah, views. Yeah, it does. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah, not too bad, son. Not too bad. Good, good, um, good. All good during, son? Yeah, not too shabby. Nothing much going on at my end, I have to say. But it has been nice to have the USC back. And like I say, it's, it's, uh, it's just non-stop pay-per-views at the moment, isn't it? Obviously, we had a card last night. Sean Strickland got a good win, but we've had USC 270 kicking off the year, USC 271 coming up. I mean, it's, these are big fights as well, title fights on the line, left, right and centre. I suppose we should start. It would make sense if we look backwards, look back in time, reflect, take a moment to look back on USC 270. Obviously, two two main fights going on there. We're a little bit late to the party, but it's always good to talk about these things in general. Obviously, with the uh, heavyweight division in particular, Francis Ngannou beating Cyril Gunn, it is a little bit of an ongoing situation there in terms of Francis, the belt, the division itself. So what were your thoughts on the fight initially, Francis? Picking up decision, a little bit of grappling and wrestling, which well, uh, we weren't expecting. No, it was one of those where you're like two rounds in, I thought, well, this is Garn's just going to steam through to a five... Love victory, isn't he? Mm. But it's a fair play to Francis. I didn't think he had it in him, but he showed his experience and the things he's learned in the past, uh, where otherwise he might have actually gone on and lost headhunting. So he sort of turned to his grappling, which none of us knew he had. Yeah. Uh, seemed a bit compromised, didn't he? In which we found out later that he's got a big old knee injury going on. So th- that's the beauty of actually doing it a couple of weeks later, Joe, isn't it? We, we know a bit more yeah. about sort of the future of the heavyweight division, and it probably looks like it's going to be another IC, another interim would you reckon? Mm. So obviously Francis is out for nine months with a big knee injury. Yeah, and I mean Jones. That does make a bit of sense because part of me was watching that fight, thinking, you know, is this like, is this really the pinnacle of uh, heavyweight well, MMA? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? He didn't look the same, and he was ploddy a bit, and he looked a bit knackered, and he was obviously heavily strapped. Yeah, but I was a bit disappointed in Garn more than anything else. Yeah. Though I don't know about you. I was, yeah, it just like you say, started kind of kind of well, I guess. Okay, like kind of two rounds up, but when you're looking for a little bit more there, yeah, I guess you could, you could criticise him for getting taken down by Francis. I was, but I was thinking about it earlier. He's, Francis is such a, a big man. It's essentially like picking up, like if I just somehow managed to throw a horse at you, like no matter how good your grappling is, it's going to probably send you to the deck, isn't it? So, probably can't be too critical yeah i'm sorry i'm just trying to wrap my head around that imagining you throwing <laughs> a horse at me well that's the, yeah, that's the part i'm gonna to have to try and figure out but yeah 
it gets to a point where like technique just goes out the window. He did show a lot of technique though, and mm. that's what I think just it's a bit worrying from Garn moving forward, isn't it? That he's getting out grappled for fifteen minutes by a compromised Francis and Garnu. It's just quite it's quite a disappointing fight though from my perspective as a fan. You think there'd be a little bit more lever thrown, yeah? Didn't you? you thought it'd be a bit more violent. Uh, we saw a bit more of that in the co-main. I think it's a little bit more exciting and probably to be expected. But a 25 minutes heavyweight fight is never really going to be that entertaining if it goes that long, is it? You need a quickie. That's true, true, true. Yeah. And, like you and mentioned- what, for the, what for the future of that division, Joe? What do you reckon? Obviously, there's yeah. talk now of Jonesy and your man Stipe coming back. That's something we're going to see in trim. I mean, God knows it, if we are going to see it. Like, I don't know what. John Jones is playing that really what the hold up is there if he's asking for like 10 million dollars then we're probably not going to see it are we to be fair but I would love to see that fight for me Jones Stipe is uh, probably the best fight you can make like he said the greatest heavyweight of all time up against the greatest light heavyweight of all time yeah. gives Stipe his juice gets him in a big fight main event in a pay-per-view probably for the interim championship he deserves another go round the uh, round the, the wheel to be fair to Stipe, doesn't he? he? Sort of, he beat Francis, lost lost the rematch, and uh, that's in him since he's just he's just been out doing his thing, hasn't he? So that that for me would be the one interim titles. I guess it, I guess you could say it's a little bit silly. Well, I was going to say it's a little bit silly because Francis is like in a pay dispute and it's being held up over over that. But if he's injured now for nine ten months, then you know, fair play, I would say. Yeah. Um, it's just heavyweights can't get going, can it? It's just really annoying. Yeah. It's, I don't know what it is with it, but that is the fight to make. A bit silly being interim. It's just it doesn't need to be. No one... It doesn't need to be. You could quite easily just make that as a headline main event, couldn't you? When you've got someone like Jones and Steve have held the real belt for so long, defended it so many times each in different divisions. Yeah, Good giving them that is just like it's just. It just don't look good. And I, I don't know, yeah. It, it, it makes sense because it, that's the fight to make because it's, there's no one else about, is there? Garn, you can't really get, put him in there. He just got exposed a bit. Who else you got? Who's the geezer? Who's always knocking around? Yeah. Always the, the Blades, I think you think, you know. Blades-y. I think Blades, he could have a go against Garn now. That would probably make sense. Because Blades only loses to Francis, really, doesn't he? So, what did they, was he? He got chinned by Derek Lewis, didn't he? course yeah, yeah the uppercut yeah so but like you said there's not much else there so he, he probably does deserve a go against because Cyril Garn still only had like nine professional fights or something yeah it's quite jokes it is <laughs> mad really written him off written him off the game <laughs> yeah yeah but that's that's sport and it fickle fickle all the way but uh the co-main I thought was a bit more exciting didn't you yeah a little bit again not as good probably as the previous um Two, this being the third one. Yeah, I guess, you know, I, I don't know, Moreno not quite as poppy as potentially he was previously. I know what you mean. I know what you mean. I don't know. He, he seemed more confident to me and a little bit more, like, mm. more, like carrying himself a bit more like a champion, but he didn't sort of have the intensity he had in that second fight. I think mm. that was more to do with Moreno, um, Defig not being at the races and a dodgy weight cut and a bit more complacent perhaps, so... Maybe that's something to do with it, but it was a great fight. This is one of those that's so close. It's it's basically a draw, isn't it? It's, it is, no, yeah. yeah. Dvig hasn't really won that. He's, according to one extra person, has won that. It's, I don't know, it's just how sliding doorsy it all is that 
Moreno's now not the champion. He don't get the, the benefits of being a champion and all the money that comes with it and stuff. And all because of one fella thinks it might <laughs> yeah. have gone the other way in yeah. one five minute round. It's just a bit weird. That's a draw, isn't it? It's a draw. I know it's a round by round basis, but it's just. I know what you mean. As, and to be fair, as, uh, whatever. If it got cold, a draw, you wouldn't complain either, really, would you? I think. I think the only complaint there would be how do we sell a full fight here sort of thing but well I mean even now you've the full fight is pretty much the only option what I would well, like they're one on one aren't they yeah it was a draw one on one so there, there does kind of need to be a full fight god knows what happens if that's a draw but I guess um, there's a lot of talk about D-Fig moving up and potentially what you'd like to see him do which is tough because you just mentioned the extra money and stuff you can make when you're a champ. Ideally, you want to see him step aside, move up in weight, give him a title fight, why not? Might as well throw him straight in there and then let Moreno fight your Askarovs and someone, whoever, for, for the vacant flyweight. Yeah, it's, it's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. It's a bit like the Max mm. and uh, Volkanovski situation, isn't it? It's, you almost want Deepik to go and fight someone else if he's going to stay and... Let Moreno set out and then fight the winner or something. Or like you say, go up. I think he will go up. He's got to, isn't he? There's so much hoopla surrounding every single weight cut he does that Yeah, it's and just a matter of time and he can't keep fighting Moreno forever. People are going to get bored of it, aren't they? Yeah, it just seems a bit unfair that Moreno wouldn't be next to fight for the title. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you mean. I know what you mean, but it's just what people want to see. But to be fair, that that is it's not like Max and Volkanovski where I'm not that fussed where I don't see it again because there are other contenders, but flyaway, I'm not. Mm. I, I do like the division. We love it, the division, Joe, don't we? But it's just not exactly packed with uh, a long queue of contenders. Have you got Kai Kara France knocking on the door? Maybe. Maybe you can have a crack. But apart from that, it's slim pickings, isn't it? Yeah, it is. It is. So that's USC 270 coming up in the week or so isn't it yeah next week UFC 271 again big title fight on the line only the one this time Izzy Whitaker. we have discussed it in in length before so we don't have to go into it too much but uh, are you still I was, I was, I was going to say are you still leaning to Whitaker? were you ever it's tough isn't it really I, I, I always thought that he would certainly put a better account of himself in this one yeah. which I think's Without sounding bad, not hard. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Considering yeah. the last performance, I think we saw like Israel at his best and Whitaker at his worst, and together that just put like a dominant performance in favour of Adesanya. I think, I think Whitaker's gonna. I think he's just looked too good since he's re- since that fight, and he's just looked so dominant and good in every facet of the game that I think he will. I think he will turn the corner, and I think he'll. Uh, I think he'll get a win here in a sort of long back-and-forth classic decision. I think Israel has sort of shown against Jan Blahovic the deficiencies in his game, which Whitaker is quite underrated in, in the wrestling. So I think we'll see that. I don't think it'll be as easy because he's not as big, obviously, as Jan, but I do think he'll factor that into his game. He, he, he adopted the wrong game plan. Not that we're experts, Joe, but like it was pretty evident, wasn't it, that he, he didn't go into that, that fight with the right game plan. And I think he'll change it up this time round. don't think it'll be easy. But I do fancy Whitaker to get over the line in this one, which will be very interesting for the future of this division. Yeah, I, th- I think I agree. I do think I agree at the moment. I think, um, like I say, if you're looking at if you can get five rounds out of it, you'd probably fancy Whitaker overall, skill for skill, wouldn't you? So I'd like to see it. It would mix it up as well. Probably a tad unfortunate on Izzy, 
getting that loss and then coming back and having having another one. But I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't think any less of Adesanya. Put it that way. If he were to lose this one, and given the state of that division, I have no problem with him having another go straight away after either. Now I think the only thing we might see if Whitaker does win is uh, Usman moving up, which would be true. Quite quite interesting. So I think for different matchup wise, for for just more intrigue and see how good Usman actually is, a Whitaker win against Adesanya would uh, sort of pave the way for that. So I'm, I'm kind of leaning towards that, and I think I prefer Whitaker. He's just seemed down to earth, and he's a nice geezer. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I'd love to see Usman test himself up at middleweight. So. Kind of leaning towards Whitaker for there, for, for him to get a win over Adesanya. But it's going to be tricky. I think I've written off Adesanya in pretty much every fight. <laughs> yeah. um, I fancy his opponent every single time. So pretty nailed on for Israel then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's a good point, actually, the Usman thing. I would like to see that, definitely. Where, where does Strickland stand now? I mean, like you say, it's a bit of a thin division, isn't it? Especially if Izzy wins. He's cleaned everyone out, Yeah, more or less. Um, Strickland's right in there dominant win over Hamanson he's he's a crazy guy isn't he <laughs> yeah he's, he is kind of fun isn't he uh, Strickland God knows he'll, he'll, he'll go too far soon probably <laughs> but uh, <laughs> it is fun but there's another one on that on that event isn't there Jared Cannonier and uh, Derek Brunson both got a claim yeah it's uh, it, it, it is interesting I think Strickland is kind of right there now it wasn't the the, the most impressive win against Hamanson, but Hamanson's a good name, ranked above him. So it's a good win for Sean Strickland. Probably there is going to have to be one more fight in there for him. Like you say, you've got Cannonier up against Brunson in at UFC 271. Uh, and Cannonier, yeah, I mean, Cannonier lost to Whitaker, didn't he? So he's looking to go two in a row since then after beating Gastelum. Brunson probably gets a go before Strickland if he can get a win here. Whatever you may think about that and how entertaining that might be, you know. Uh, Vittori, maybe Strickland will have to... Make, Strickland Vittori is uh, quite an entertaining prospect, so perhaps you get that one in. I think I think Strickland, Vittori and Costa, any of them three together yeah. will be just just a lot of fun, wouldn't it? Definitely. A couple of, couple of nutters there. <laughs> I think Brunson's in pole position with a win over Cannon here. He beat Till, innit, last yeah. time. That's normally uh, Kevin Holland as well. Yeah, Kevin Holland. He's beat a couple of big names there. Whether they're ranked high enough from the uh, sort of the hardcore perspective might be another matter. But from if you beat Till, normally you get a shot, don't you? Yeah, that's what normally happens. Um, I don't know where Till is, by the way. I think we'll get into it on the London card. That was just a little aside there. But um, yeah, I think Brunson's in pole position with a win, but. If Whitaker wins, Whitaker's cleaned him out before, and uh, we'll probably see Whitaker Usman instead. So, mm. yeah, lots. Very interesting card, Joseph. Obviously, we talked about the heavyweights there. Derek Lewis and Ty Tuavasa. Tuavasa can jump the queue here as well to get a shot at heavyweight in what looks to be an interim shot. Win over Derek Lewis gets you right amongst it. Yeah, I mean, it does, to be honest. Derek Lewis is the number three ranked heavyweight in the world still. And I, you look at it at the moment, and uh, Tuavasa's below Tom Aspinall. I don't know. I mean, could he? Because <laughs> let's say John Jones is still just doing quite a lot of talking, and that perhaps not his return isn't even that close. Still, he's talking about fighting steeper. He might just be making it up. Yeah, really, quite possibly is. So let's say Jones ain't there. Steeper 
for whatever reason, he could have fought probably two, three times since he last fought, but he hasn't done. So if two of Asa beats Derek Lewis, he like it kind of has to get a title shot, really. Well, he, it's, it's, if it's not Stipe or Jones, it's one of them and two of Asa, isn't it? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Which I, I would be up for. I've got to say, I think he's pretty limited. I'll be honest, yeah. and I don't think he gets past Derek Lewis. But this is heavyweights, isn't it? No, you can't call a heavyweight fight really yeah. with any sort of confidence—not hundred percent confidence, anyway. And uh, it's a fresh challenger. And that's that's what sells, isn't it? And who's going to sell a fight better than Tai Tuivasa? Just mm. one of the funnest personalities in the division, let alone the whole UFC. I'd love to see it, man. He's co-main here as well, so he's on a big, big spot. Um, yeah, I can definitely see it, particularly if they go down back to Australia. Well, talking about that, I don't know if we'll happen, that will happen anytime soon, but imagine two of us are in one of them 60,000-seater arenas for the heavyweight title. I mean, it'll be it's chaos in there, won't it? Yeah, it'd be brilliant. be brilliant. You don't fancy him against Derek Lowe? I just think he's the same as Derek Lewis, but just not as good in that he's just a big lad who, who hits very hard. But I just think Derek Lewis is, I don't know if he's bigger, but he certainly hits harder. And I think that's, I think that's going to be the difference. Mm. I mean, nah. if, it's, if he's against a grappler and he's can outstrike them, you'd fancy him a little bit more. But he's, he's finding someone in the same style as him. It's just not as good, I feel. But he might have got better. Who knows? He's got clipped by Greg Hardy. It worries me. Yeah. No, I know what you mean. I know what you mean. And this is the fight to show that you have got a little, a little bit of something else on it against Derek Lewis. Maybe, maybe you do a Francis and. You got takedowns coming out of coming out of everywhere all of a sudden. <laughs> yeah, you never know. I just can't see that happening in this one, though, mate. No, uh, yeah, I know what you mean. I know. Any chance? Mean. Massive fight for him, though. Because I, mean, I mean, Derek Lewis wins here. Oh, fuck knows what he does next. He, he can't fight for a title. He can't. He can't fight Cyril Garn again. He can't. Can't fight Francis again. So, I, I think Derek Lewis, if he wins this, I thought he was crazy not to do this when he beat. Bladesy, because no one was calling him out at this point. I think it'd be crazy to not call out John Jones if a winner. Yeah, crazy. Uh, yeah, That's... I, I just think he's too chill, isn't he, Derek Lewis? Like... But he does. He, he does the call outs like subtle ones, doesn't he? Yeah, you I mean, can't understand a word he says, but he, <laughs> he just does the little call outs, doesn't he? Yeah, yeah, he'll do it. He'll do it. I'm confident. Jones will walk for him, but another big fight. You never know. But it'd be crazy not to do it. And someone else who's got so much potential at the age of 35, if not 36 now. I was, it's this is, this is going to be his third fight in a row on a pay-per-view, Bobby Green. He only fights on pay-per-view cards, so it's, it says a lot up against Nazrat Hakparast. Do you know what? I fancy Bobby Green here, and I reckon his next, his next one after this might be for a, a proper serious ranking top, top half finish. It's no, like, surprise that he's opening a big, big pay-for-view, that they probably got big hopes for him. Mm. You know what I mean? You don't open the card for no reason. Yeah, definitely. They definitely. can see that he's got a bit of something different about him, isn't he? I think he's definitely a future contender. Late bloomer, of course, 35, 36, but he looks phenomenal against Raging Al. Real estate Al. He looks unbelievable. <laughs> Obviously, he'd checked out a little bit, but he looks unbelievable. Anderson Silver style striking going on there it looked flawless um i'm 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 looking forward to see his year this year joseph bobby green i think a win over nasrat who looked like he would 
bags of potential, but it's gone off the rails a little bit. Not looked as great, not fulfilled that potential just yet. Still young, but um, I think Bobby Green here as well, Joe. I fancy him. I fancy him to put on a bit of a striking clinic, as the kids say, <laughs> and uh, lay down a marker because I think the division is... There's a few heads in there, aren't there? But Poirier's lost. McGregor's lost. Ferguson's lost. I think he's fighting Chandler, who also lost. There's, it's full of losers. <laughs> we want winners. We want some winners, geese. No, I agree. Boy, Bob, King Bobby Green. Exactly. I like it. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Good card. Should be a good card, that one. Yeah, I mean, you've got Casey O'Neill on the undercard there. Scott Stroke, Oz. Against Roxanne Modafferi. Yeah. Fancy it there, big time. I, I think, think that I think that is that Roxanne's last fight? Or has she decided she ain't packing it in? Mm, don't know. I'd I'd be guessing either way there, Joseph. Yeah. I haven't seen anything on that. I'm afraid, but that's a big opportunity for a big name. And she's always quite highly ranked, Roxanne Modafferi. She gets the odd win here and there. Yeah. So Casey O'Neill looks the real deal. So I'm looking forward to seeing her. And you're on the on the pre prelim, Alexander Hernandez, I said Hernato Moicano, I've just seen that. How the mighty have fallen, eh? Yeah, I mean, the pre-prelims look really quite good, I thought. Loads of fights on there. I was going to say, like, the pre-prelims is more than the main uh, yeah. and the pre Jesus Christ. Too many, I think. <laughs> it's a long old night, isn't it? Oh, yeah. Definitely. But, but we, uh, yeah, uh, decent card. Decent card. Got a bit of news floating around. Some fight announcements, some retirements. An old-school UK legend, Paul Daly, has retired, officially. I know you wanted to pay homage to him. Yeah, I think he's got one more fight left. I don't know it's against him, Bellator. Uh, yeah, absolute legend. I first got into the sport in about 2000, mid-2000s, and he was on like the local scene, Cage Rage and whatnot. I think he was on the first event I ever went to. Cage Warriors 18, Battleground. <laughs> I think he was on there. Some big names on there, man. Um, and he was just, yeah, one of the most exciting fighters of all time. Bit of a temper on him. Yeah. Got to say it. One of his Langer moments when knocking out, or trying to knock out Koscheck after the bell. Don't know if you remember that, Joseph. Oh, it, I, I saw a clip of it the other day. It's, uh, you know, how, how different things might have been if you just calm yourself down for a, a few seconds. Yeah, I mean, you, it's annoying because you've seen worse. Like, you look yeah. at Khabib and, and Connor. I know he, he's not sort of as an asset money wise to the UFC, I suppose he weren't. If, if, if GSP did that, not that he ever would, but like <laughs> yeah. at that time, he probably would have got a bit of a leaner sentence yeah. than, a, than complete banishment from the UFC. But, but it, it don't matter. He's earned his money elsewhere. Bellator, a big fight. Strike force had that amazing fight with Nick Diaz, just been around the game for so long. I've done it 60 odd pro fights or something like that. And one of the OGs, big time OGs, he's up there with Bisping Pickett and the like, starting in those early noughties game um, era. So, yeah, it'd be sad to see him hang him up, but um, I, I'm not surprised, and I'm not surprised that happened sooner, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, Biggest the... disappointment with that MVP fight, though, isn't it? That was just... Yeah, yeah. Didn't didn't do it, uh, shower himself in... Just odd, wasn't it? ...glory there. But, yeah, what geese, what ledge. Yeah, sim- similarly as well, Jeremy Stevens, not quite retired, moved over to the PFL now, got cut. I think it's... Was it like 35 fights in the UFC or something mad like that? But still going and uh, gets, a, gets a crack at a million bucks over at the PFL. A million? Yeah. <laughs> it's it's a shame because it's like, yes, he's an absolute legend, but he's lost five on the bounce. And 
but he still keeps fighting killers. Yeah, I know. So yeah, people are sort of pissing and moaning at it, but I think it's almost for his own good that he goes out. The PFL, we yeah, there's some really good fighters in there, but they're not quite the level of your your rank sevens and eights and whatever in the featherweight division in the UFC, are they? And which is who he's still fighting, which is it's harsh on Stevens. Maybe he wants to fight them fighters, but I think it's for his own good because he's certainly he's shown in the past, isn't it? Didn't he have some difficulty as well, like a bit of like sort of depression yeah, or something? I think so. so. Yeah. Finding a cage probably isn't going to help those against the world's best MMA fighter. So maybe going over to the PFL, probably getting a bit more money as well if he wins that million pound, million dollars, whatever it is. Bucks, I think is the, the term. Bucks. Million large. <laughs> yeah. Right, isn't it? That's cool, isn't it? <laughs> but yeah, sad to see him go, but like at the same time, again, come on, man. It, he, he's had his time. <laughs> All right. <laughs> oh, man, that was meant in a nice way. Come on, move along. Come on, mate. <laughs> oh, dear. All right. Well, uh, Any other retirements? No, no more retirements, thankfully, before you just completely admonish people's careers. We've got some uh, more fight announcements, some good one. A little, little bit late to the party on this one. Colby up against Masvidal. Very much looking forward to this. No tough being assigned, which was quite useful. So we'll get we'll get through this one pretty quickly. But, yeah, I don't know, I don't, I don't know about you. I do kind of just think Colby will beat him up. If not, get a little bit of a stoppage from him. I know it's tough, Masvidal. I don't think it will knock him out per se, but certainly uh, some ground and pound after three or four rounds of uh, a lot of action, isn't it, from Colby? Yeah, I, 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 th- I think, yeah, he's not on his level. I don't think Masvidal yeah. is he really. I mean, he's he can knock him out. Of course, he can knock him out. And I think that's what he's got to do: try and knock him out early. But Colby's, I think he showed how good he was against Usman both times. Yeah. That he's almost at that level. Yeah, you know I mean, he's 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 touch, he's touching him, but he's just he just can't get to that level. Mm. It's annoying for him having that class of fighter above you as champion in your division. But Colby's the perennial number two there, and I can't see Masvidal laying much of a glove on him. I think he'll have his moments, but Colby's just relentless, isn't he? Cardio machine, wrestling machine, everything that. Is Maz's what's his word? Kryptonite. Kryptonite. Yeah. Is that yeah. the right phrase I'm using there, Joseph? Yeah. I I think there's a little bit of uh, to use a wrestling term, a work shoot here. I think they're in in league here. What do you think? I think yeah. I think it's wheels within wheels sort of job. I think they they were proper best buddies, and then all of a sudden out of nowhere they're not. Yeah, that is a bit weird. Yeah, definitely. And I think. We've seen Colby. Apparently, he's like a really nice guy, a really good guy, mm. helps out like the lads in the gym, charities and stuff. Yeah. And if you didn't know that and you only know his persona on screen and stuff, you'd think he's the biggest dick in the world, which makes me think he's quite a good actor and is willing to go to these lengths to just get that money in the big title fight and stuff like that. And I think Masvidal's a bit similar. And I think they're in league. And I think this is all a big ruse that we've been hook, line and sinkered into. Am I conspiracy out? <laughs> You're probably not not far wrong, to be honest. Yeah, uh, it, it's still been because uh, doesn't uh, isn't Colby always taking pictures with like Masvidal's sister or, or something like that? Is it or the, that. the other way? The other way round. I'm pretty sure he is. Yeah. So, like, I think they're like that's how far they go back. Like, I'm pretty sure they all just like their families know each other and all that. So you're probably right. I, I thought you meant like a recent picture. No, yeah, yeah, like, recent like that. Like he's taking photos. Like oh, I'm here with your sister and that. But uh-huh. like Masvidal's like doesn't seem to care. Which is well, 
to be that, fair, that just why... leads me to believe that I'm right. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah. They're all in on it. Either way, though, should be, yeah. uh, should be a good fight. Yeah, should be a good fight. Best case scenario is that Whitaker wins, Usman goes up, and then all these lot can scrap for the for the welterweight belt. I mean, because otherwise, what's what's going to happen? And if unless Chimiev can do his yeah his thing, he's our only hope, isn't he? Shavkat got a win at this uh, last night. Just gone. Oh, he, he's someone I luckily picked yeah, out yeah. to be the him next out. big thing. Spark someone. He's the one with a hat, isn't he? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Is he well waiting in? Yeah. It shows my knowledge there. I don't know anything about him. (laughs) But there's always someone lurking around the corner, isn't there? There's always someone. And there'll be one day where Usman turns up. Like, he's so injured all the time. Mm. But one day he's going to perform with that injury. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, below par. He'll have have an off day. He'll have an off day eventually. He'll have a very off day or a dodgy training camp and then... But I think Chimov's the one in it. He's fighting Burnsy, it seems. Don't know if there's anything official there. Mm. Don't know about that. Sure. But, uh, so a couple of other Leng fights out there, Joe. We're talking about old lads who should be moving on. Donald Cerrone and Joe Lozon. I love this fight. These are the fights they should make for these sort of chaps because they're two fan favourites. All sorts of records between them. Fight of the night honours, most wins, most appearances. Yeah. All that carry on. Where do you Where do you lean in this one in terms of who you want to win? Because I'm quite torn, but I've, I've, I think I'm leaning towards uh, one over the other here. Yeah, I have very, very fond memories of the tough, <laughs> the tough season featuring Joe Lozon. Same. It's yeah. uh, it was just superb viewing. So, you know, I, I probably would like to see Joe Lozon get a win here against Cowboy at this stage in his career. I think that'd be a great moment. I'm the same. I like Joe Lozon. I think he's one of the more underappreciated. Everyone yeah. knows Cowboy. He's got the sort of respect on the on the casual side, isn't he? But Lozon, not so much. I'd, be, I'd love to see him get a win. I didn't realise he was still active. I otherwise. had no idea. No. No. But th- these are the fights. The Legends League. It's an unofficial Legends League, isn't it? But um, this is where you feel Stevens has got hard oh, done by fighting whoever he's been fighting, like the Killers. And I know. Got... It, I, I, it was... You make it. You do make a good point there. I don't know why Jeremy Stevens couldn't just fight like Diego Sanchez or or something like. Surely, yeah. there, surely there was room for that. Obviously not. No, obviously no, not. He's been out. But yeah, that's a great fight. Lowe's on uh, Cerrone. Obviously, won't be at their best, but they'll be at the same level as each other, which is just what we want to see—a bit of a competitive fight. One more, Joe. Well, I suppose we'll just sort of lean into the London fights now because this is on that card. Quite a good fight, I think. Nikita Krolov and the Bear Jew. <laughs> yeah, Paul Craig. Yeah, very good fight. Probably, um, if you look at some of the options there in that division, for Craig, you know, to take this next step, Krolov might be one of the more favourable matchups potentially in there. Yeah, they're both like submission experts, aren't they? So, all right, and this might be on the feet, you know, this one. And I think Craig's improved a hell of a lot there. I don't know where Krolov's ranked. But he, he's certainly up there. Nine. Um, he's number nine, is he? Is that above or below above. Craig? Craig's 11. All oh, right, okay. Yeah. So that makes sense, doesn't it? And um, yeah, a lot of movement up there at Light Way. I fancy Paul Craig here. I've got to say it. It's not quite as um, salivating as his previous fight against Gus, which fell through. Which actually I've overlooked there, Joseph. Gus, you wanted to talk about this fight. Ben Rothwell at heavyweight, which is 
quite a hilarious fight, I think. Yeah, I just like the way Gustafsson's like, like I'll do it, but like, I'm going to eat whatever I want. I'm not I'm not doing any of that, that nonsense. Is that why he pulled out of the Craig fight? He's probably sacked of the weight cut. Probably. And I don't think it's... I, I reckon he could probably do it. Like, I reckon he'll probably come in at, heavy, in, at heavyweight at like 230. Just like he can't be bothered to get down at 215. I think it raises a lot of eyebrows. Just... It's just, it's, he's like a, a ship that's just floating around. Yeah. No idea where it's going. So like, shall I go over there for a bit now? I'm going to go this. It's like, yeah, there's yeah. no real plan in place. And you've got to think, is his heart really in it? Is it just a money grab? Oh, I've heard of Ben Rothwell. I'll fight him. Sort of thing. Mm. I mean, he's not ranked, is he, Rothwell? We don't really do much for him. It's, yeah. It, I wouldn't be surprised to see Ben Rothwell get a big win there. Because it just doesn't seem to me like Gus's heart is fully in it. I think if Rothwell... he's fighting Paul Craig, yeah, you understand, because he's going, right, I'm going back down to yeah. the lightweight, I'm going to have another crack at a belt, which I should have won but never did, and right, and I'm straight in the top 10 by beating Craig. And now he's just gone the complete opposite direction for what he was, what, four or five months ago, where he was slated to fight him? Yeah. Yeah, yeah don't know, yeah. a bit dodgy to me. No, definitely, definitely, yeah. I think Rothwell knocked someone out in his last fight, didn't he? Was that his last one or the one before? Pretty sure he, uh, he sparked someone recently, so... Kind of a mate... Uh-huh. I just can't remember. Yeah. No. Kind of amazing that he's still going. To be fair to the the lad, the unit that he is, but uh, <laughs> yeah. I, do you know what? Let's say Gustafsson is taking it really seriously, training really hard. Just can't be bothered to cut weight. I'd like to see him put on a good show. Still, you know. Well, you got a new contender there, isn't it? Yeah, straight yeah. Away, straight yeah. away, you've got someone there. So, all right. Either you can put these young guns against him. Aspinall, yeah, Tuavasa, whoever, and you got another name in that division—an uh, injection of, of a fresh face up there. Even though he's an old face, but <laughs> yeah. not a heavyweight, he's not. So yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I just can't see it happening. I don't know. Yeah, just I, know. I remember getting excited against Verdum when he against Verdum, and he just got choked out pretty quickly. So uh, yeah, I'm not got my hopes too high. But back to Paul Craig, Joe. It's a massive fight for him. Uh, there's some some big fights on there in London. We're talking about here. Uh, are you surprised with the the main event slot and who it's gone to? A little bit. I do think it's a very really good card. Potentially the best card in London ever. I mean, probably a matter of opinion, I guess. But um, they do like a heavyweight main event, don't they? No matter what, they always put a heavyweight heavyweight in there. So now that we've got a British one, a, a UK one in Tom Aspinall, no, I don't, I don't think I was that surprised. And uh, Volkov, a big name as well. Did uh, did we see Volkov? Oh, excuse me. Yeah, um, yeah. Volkov and uh, Verdun. That's it. Before yeah. mentioned Verdun. Um, he sort of uh, yeah, TKO'd him, didn't he? Late on. Um, bit of a mish, bit of a weird last minute cobbled together main event that was from memory. But yeah, yeah, he's making his return to. He needs a win, the geezer. He needs a win, Volkov. But this is huge for Tom Aspinall. But I was just surprised. I was just fully expecting a late, late till announcement and we've just heard nothing of it yeah okay yeah fighting. okay Last yeah i heard he was fighting uriah hall and he's been slated to fight andre muniz or someone um uriah hall's fighting so that's completely gone so i don't know what's happened there with young darren he's off the car completely yeah i suppose i suppose if darren was going to fight you'd expect him to be on there perhaps just not quite ready i suppose and maybe you could say he's rushed back a little bit potentially a couple of times so fair fair play to him but um, 
Yeah, old Volkov spent all that money on that tattoo, didn't he? And uh, like I say, he needs a win to pay some of it, some of it off. But I guess you look at Aspinall and you're thinking maybe uh, a little bit too too quick, a little bit too fast moving this one, taking on Volkov already. Given that he said he wants to take it slow, we agree that's probably the best way to go about it. Uh, but potentially they just said, look, you know, fighting in your own country, you could be the main event. Here's a few extra quid. <laughs> Off you go. You know, take it, take yeah, take it or leave it. And he said, Well, I can't I can't leave it, can I? So fair enough. I think he's looked at like Greg Hardy took Volkov to a decision, didn't he? Mm. And Yeah. That's what Aspinall would do to Greg Hardy. Greg Hardy getting a bit of a pile on in this this episode, <laughs> but that's fine. I think Aspinall's looked at that and thought, you know what? He's a big name. He's ranked highly. Fuck it. Anything could happen in it in this sport. You could just yeah blow out your knee and you're retired, or you can get knocked out at heavyweight two times in a row and you're well off the off the road to the title. So you got to take this opportunity while you can. Who who gets the headline there? Their home country pay per view. Yeah, it's quick in their career. So I'm fully confident in his ability to win. To be honest, it was just a bit of a surprising one for someone who's so new to the UFC, but they're clearly putting a lot of clout behind him they fancy him they think he's going to do it I feel a bit sorry for like an Arnold Allen obviously he's not the the chatty type he's not the one to get on social media and don't do too many interviews which is fair enough I completely agree with that I reckon I'd be the same keep my nut down and crack on but is he co-main I just Alan I think he's co-main he's fighting Dan Hooker yeah a much bigger fight and I think it'd be a more entertaining fight and I also think over five that's probably more likely to be a back and forth five round war than Aspen or Volkov, which mm. will either be end quickly or just be a bit boring after 25 minutes. So I think they've missed a trick a little bit there, but clearly they see a bit more in Aspen as a future star than, than Arnold Allen. But talking about Arnold Allen, does he get it done against Dan Hooker? I think it's a massive fight. It's the biggest fight of his career, certainly. Yeah, definitely. I think five rounds would definitely suit him better. Arnold Allen. Mm. Um, I think potentially looking at it being quite quite razor close, you'd imagine he's going to have to rely on the judges, Alan. I, you know, I, I can't see him knocking Dan Hooker out, Hooker, Hooker out. Maybe he has a bad cut or something like that, and, and maybe that contributes to it, and he can. But I would imagine he's just going to be sort of a little bit a little bit sharper, a little bit more technical, maybe even a little bit bigger, and probably just nick the rounds, Alan. Yeah, he's got a knack for. If he is behind, getting a last-minute sub, he's, he's, things like that. He's, he's got a knack for just eking out a win. I think you make a good point there. I completely forgot he's got to cut so much weight there, Dan Hooker. <laughs> yeah. Flying over from New Zealand all the way to London, cutting an extra 10 pounds, it's going to take its toll in it. I know he needs the ultimate professional. He's a geezer. He don't care. He will do it. He'll be bang on weight. But Arnold Allen's such a physical specimen yeah. for that weight division. Over five rounds, I think he would have he would have been able to finish him in the fourth or fifth just through through pure pressure. But it might be a little bit closer this time, but I'm still confident that he can get it done. Maybe two to one, maybe even from three. But a very very close fight nonetheless, which is difficult to say because I do like Dan Hooker. I want him to be successful, but I I want Arnold Allen to be successful more. So. <laughs> yeah, it's unlucky, isn't it? Yeah, I'm unlu- lucky to Dan Hooker. I'm afraid. Yeah, there's <clears> some <throat> great fights on there, Joseph. Uh, no other massive, massive names on there, but all, all the, the usual Brits on there. Paddy Pimlet should be quite entertaining. See how he does. 
Yeah. Andy Wood making his return, Jack Shaw. Some big, big talent uh, for the future of UK MMA. Yeah, it's a great card. It is. We'll have to get down. You're going as well, aren't you? I'm going. I managed to nab a ticket. Yeah. A couple of tickets, Joe, and uh, you're at a stag do. Hello. I've had to turn you down. Can you believe it? You've turned me down. Gutted. You've spurned my advances. <laughs> but wh- where's where's the stag do again? Southport, I'm which is gagging a, for a stag do. Yeah, it's apparently like north of Liverpool, I think. Oh, it's up north, is it? Yeah, unless I'm just completely looking at the the completely wrong place. I'm not organising <laughs> it, so I'm just staying out of it. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that, that'd be a laugh. That'd be a laugh. But um, yeah, the one time I get tickets, skis. I know. <laughs> but never mind. Can't believe it. Um, but yeah, great fights all round there. Anything else to add, Joe? Any any little tidbits you wanted to throw on to well, this episode? We'll finish with the tough is back. Coaches are announced: Juliana Pena and Amanda Amanda Nunes. Like not that fast, to be honest, but um, kind of kind of pleased for Pena, I guess. You know, get you pull off that win. Now you get to go on tough, and presumably that does good things for you and your your brand, as they say. So, yeah, I expect Nunes to come back and slap her around a bit in the rematch. But, you know, fair play to Pena. Yeah, she's uh, she made the most of it. It's not going to convince me to watch Tough, personally, but fair play. Yeah, I think I'm just with you there, Joe. I think this, she's done well to, and it's just reward for, yeah. for showing up on the night that and actually having a go rather yeah. than being defeated before you got in there. And this is a good payday for her, I think. Like you say, it'll boost her brand, providing she isn't like, a dickhead or something. <laughs> yeah. um, but it's where she come from, isn't it? She come through tough. She won that first tough with females on it. So uh, nice little full circle story there for her. But I, I do expect Amanda Nunes, assuming she hasn't checked out mentally of the game, uh, to get a win. Yeah, um, absolutely. It's male heavyweights and treacle flyweight. So quite a disparity in style <laughs> yeah, of fights yeah. you're going to get there. Um, I prefer, personally would have preferred male flyweights and female heavyweights. But <laughs> yeah, absolutely. You can't have everything, can you? <laughs> yeah. It'd make you tune in, though, wouldn't it? Or some sort of cross uh, sort of promotion. So you have male heavyweights against female flyweights. <laughs> I'm not sure that had passed in this day and age, Joe. But uh. you. Give the geezer at bare knuckle a call. He might he might be on it. Oh, I bet I, I bet he will as well. But on that slightly on PC now. <laughs> Should yeah. we wrap it up? Charles? All right then, yeah. Thanks everyone for listening. Check out us, uh, check us out on Instagram, Mustard MMA. Check out mustardmma.com dot com as well. Uh, other than that, enjoy the fights. Later's bye.